Praise the Lord. Welcome to the official GVPC podcast. My name is Pastor Chris Keats. I am the pastor of Gila Valley Pentecostal Church in Safford, Arizona. We're so glad to have you here listening to this podcast. We pray that it richly blesses you. And God bless you. that you're in church this morning. Let's lift up our hands. Let's love God. Let's worship Him. Come on, let's pray. Lord, we love you, Jesus. God, we love you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. God, I magnify you, Lord. I bless you, Jesus. Come on, let's worship Him. Lord, we love you. God, I bless you, Jesus. I magnify you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's nothing like living for God. Amen. If you have your Bibles, let's go to the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And while you're going there, give honor to your pastor, Brother Sister Keys, my uncle, Uncle Chris, and Aunt Lisa. I love them so much. Give honor to all the leadership, to my wife, my daughter. It's nothing like church. I'm thankful for church. I'm thankful to be in a place where there's people that love God like me. We need church, amen? Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 28, and then we're going to go to Genesis chapter 6. Read verses 7 through 9. Romans 8, verse 28 says, We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. We know that all things work together for good, not for necessarily our good, but for good to them that love God. Everybody say, Love God. To them that are called according to his purpose. And let's go to the book of Genesis, chapter 6. Verse 7 through 9. When you got to say amen. The Lord said, I will destroy man who I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah, or this is the life of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. Noah was just, he was perfect, he, had a, he was complete, he was mature, and he had a walk with God. Noah walked with God. I want to talk, to talk to you this morning just simply on the topic of the present step. I want to talk about the present, the, the, the walk with God in, in our day-to-day life. Let's put our Bibles down and let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for being with us. Ask God for your direction. I need your help, God. I pray that you'd anoint my mouth to speak. Ask God that you would minister today. Father, we need you to speak to us. Let your perfect will be done. I pray, God, that you'd help us. 
Lord, anything that is contrary to your will, we take authority over it. In Jesus' name, I pray that there would be complete liberty in this place. We give you praise, God. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Can we say in Jesus' name? And before you're seated, can you lift your voice and give God praise? Hallelujah. Come on, let's do that a little bit longer. Lord, we love you, Jesus. God, we bless you. God, we magnify you. Come on, can you lift your hands? Let's love God. Lord, I love you. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, God, for your mercy. God, I bless your name. God, I bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Amen. And you may be... Bible says that Noah walked with God. Now, I, we can make living for God uh, pretty mysterious and, and complicated, and I think we make things a, a lot more complicated than they need to be. But simply walking with God, it's just co- talking about relationship. Noah had a relationship with God. Noah had a walk with God. He lived for God every Every day of Noah's life, and the Bible says that he was perfect. This does not mean that he was sinless and that he never made mistakes. It just means that he had, he had followed God and that he had chose to live his life for God. And so we can, we can look at the text and we can understand that Noah had made some conscious decisions to serve God. Every day of Noah's life, there was a decision that was made to, to walk with him. There were some things that Noah had, had chose to do or chose not to do. Noah had made decisions in his life to walk. You don't just make it in the Bible. Noah walked with God. Noah was there because before any flood had happened, Noah had made a decision to walk with God. There was blessings on Noah's life simply because he had chose to walk with God. There's a lot of decisions that we're going to make in our life, and some have a lot more weight uh, than others, and some affect eternity a lot more than, than others. I, the, the most important decision I ever could make in my life is in regards to God. Noah is a perfect example of it does not matter what anybody else does, I make my own decisions. He was surrounded by people that, he was surrounded by a world that was sinful and godless, a world that had chose to go away from God and the things of God. But Noah had made the decision to serve God and to walk with God. That was the best decision that Noah ever could have made. He did not let the the choices of his friends dictate what he did or the choices of his spouse dictate what he did. But Noah made a decision on his own to live for God. God. The best decision you will ever make in your life is not what job you do, is not what you do for your career, and it's not the house that you buy, and not where you go on vacation. That's great. I'm thankful for it. But the greatest decision and the most important decision you will ever make in your life is the decision on whether you're going to live for God or not. And it cannot be a decision that is based upon what your wife does, or what your husband does, or what your friends or family does. You've got to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You've got to choose whether you're going to live for God or not. You cannot depend on other
other people's relationship with God. You're going to make the decision yourself uh, because you're going to stand before God yourself. Uh, you cannot choose what others do, but ma'am, you can choose what you do. And the greatest decision you ever could make uh, is the decision to walk with God. The most important decision you will ever make is in regards to your relationship with God. It is so easy to get focused on things in this world and things seem so important. But if you take a step back and you look at the things that really affect eternity. Nothing ought to come between me and God. Nothing ought to get in the way between me and God. That is the most important choice in my life. Noah made this choice. Noah walked with God. We, we read through the story of Noah and we talk about the flood and how Noah built a boat and that's all well and good. But we, we, it's so easy to miss the simple fact that Noah had a relationship with God before that happened. I need a relationship. I need to walk with God. I need to serve God. And the Bible says that, the Bible says in Romans 8 and 28, it says all things work together for good. We like to read that verse and it sounds, sounds good and it, it, it comforts us. But there's a qualification on that verse. It says, to those that love God. To those that are called according to his purpose. If I want things to work out for good, not necessarily my good, I've got to have a relationship with God. I've got to love God. What are the qualifications for loving God? Jesus says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. If I love God and I'm not doing what the Bible says, then I do not love God the way that I think I love God. Because love to God is based on whether I serve Him according to His Word. I need a relationship. If I want a relationship with God, the basic, base level of relationship is I must be born again. It does not, it does not uh, 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 take away from a past a semblance of relationship that I have with Jesus. But if I want a right pure biblical relationship, I must be born again. The Bible said in Acts chapter 19, the, the disciples of John come to Paul, and, and they had a walk with God. They had a semblance of a relationship, but they came to a point in their life where Paul began to explain to them the way of God more perfectly, and they had to make a decision whether they were going to go off their past knowledge, or if they truly love God, they were going to do what God was calling them to do, and this is not what I'm preaching but I'm an evangelist, so I probably should say it anyway. If I want a relationship with God, I need to repent of my sins. If I want to go to heaven, I need to repent of my sins. I've got to ask God to forgive. I've got to make my mind up to turn from sin and walk with God, to quit doing things that are not right and pleasing to God. I've got to repent of my sins, but I cannot just repent and call it good. I've got to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of my sins. I cannot just accept God as my Savior and expect that to work. No, the Bible says he is the author of eternal salvation to all that obey him. I've got to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of my sins. And I must be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. The evidence is speaking in tongues. I've got to see the gospel played out in my life. If I want a relationship with God, I've got to be born again. And I'm thankful for salvation. Thankful for repentance. 
thankful for Jesus washing my sins away when I'm baptized in his name. And I'm thankful when he filled me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I'm thankful for every time he refills us. And I'm thankful for every time, every time God, somebody is born again into the kingdom of God. I'm thankful for it. But that's not the culmination of it. My daughter was born two years ago. There's a lot that's happened in two years. When I am born again, that's the beginning. That is the beginning of a walk with God. It's the beginning of a relationship with God. It's the beginning of my, my journey. It's the beginning of my life. I'm born again into a new life. And life's interesting. Life has a way of having its twists and turns and and, and the different things that happen in life. Relationships have a way of, uh, of just, there's so many, so many variables that we don't know about, but it's just life. We're living for God. We're walking with God. If we stop at the new birth, we, we, we miss out really on what a relationship with God does. If I'm only born again, and I'm going somewhere, just bear with me, but if I'm only born again, but I don't live for God after that, it does me no good. I've got to walk with God. I've got to live for God. I've got to have a day-to-day relationship. And I think this is what Noah had. Noah had to walk with God. Noah, 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 there was something about Noah's walk with God that God took notice of him, of the things that he did and the things that he didn't do. He had a relationship. He had a relationship with God. In our text, the Bible says that God sees the wickedness of the earth. He sees that, that uh, basically every man's heart was, was, was positioned to do evil. Every man's heart was intended inclined towards sin, and nobody was living for God, nobody was doing the right thing, and Noah was. And God comes to Noah, and God begins to present his plan to, the, to Noah and, and, and what, what he is going to do, and this, this is not, Noah's already got a relationship with God. Noah's already been walking with God. Noah already has been serving God. I'm trying to make a point. God, this was not the beginning of Noah's walk with God. Noah had been walking with God for a long time. But God comes to him. And he says, I'm going to bring a flood on this earth. This flood is going to wipe out everything. And if you want to make it, you've got to build a boat. You've got to make it this long. You've got to make it this high and this, this wide. And, and make three stories and put a door here and a window here. And he gives him exact instructions. What I find so interesting, and it's so, we, we, we just gloss over the first few verses of chapter 6. We get to the boat, because that's the, that's, the, that's the interesting thing that we hear about in Sunday school. But this came after Noah had a relationship with God. But Noah's relationship would not have continued if he did not do what God said at this step. We live for God in the present. I live, God, I live for God day to day. And the choices that I made yesterday do not make my choices for today. I'm preaching to somebody here this, this morning. The choices and my walk with God yesterday, thank God for them. They're so important. I'm so thankful for all of the good choices that we have made in our walk with God. But the choices of yesterday does not necessarily mean I have a relationship with God today. I'm preaching about the the present step. 
Life has a way, as I said, of, 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 of things happening, variables happening, and things come up that we are not prepared for. And we deal with situations in our life that we are not prepared for. And we don't think about the trials or the affliction or the hurts or the things that happen when we're getting baptized or when we're getting filled with the Holy Ghost. We don't even consider it. My daughter does not consider the things that might happen to her in the future, the heartbreak or the, the loss that she might experience. She, kids and newborn, we don't think about that. But as you live life, things happen and you go through circumstances and you deal with things in your life that you don't necessarily think about or plan for, but it's just life and things happen. And I'm walking with God. And it's easy to walk with God. And everybody else might not be living for God, but, but everything really is going good in my life. And it's easy to serve God during those times. But what about, what about the present? Maybe everything isn't perfect. Maybe everything isn't always easy. I talk about Noah because the things that God began to talk to Noah about wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for Noah to go build a boat. Nowadays you might be able to do that in a month and it would probably be pretty easy because we have the technology for it. But it was hard work. It hurt. It was physically physically demanding to do what God was requiring of Noah. It was, it was a tough thing for Noah to do and what, the, 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 the circumstances that he had now found himself in. But if his relationship with God was going to continue, the choices that he made in the present, were going, it was going to determine whether he had a relationship with God in the future. All things work together for good for those that love him. I want to talk today about the present. I'm not talking about, yet we, we need, if, if, if you've not been baptized in Jesus' name and been filled with the Holy Ghost, today's your day. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost and you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. I'm talking to somebody today, and I don't know every single situation in every one of our lives, but I know how life is, and I know how th things me and my wife have been going through recently. It matters the choices that you make in the present. Because life will present you with things and situations will happen. And if we choose to make a decision that takes us outside of our relationship with God, it does not matter how long I walked with God in the past. And it does not matter how much great things I did in the past. If I choose the wrong decision today, it will nullify everything in the past. And it will bring to naught everything in the future. Because the decisions that I make today, are the most important decision I can make because that decision can completely disqualify everything in the past and cause me to miss out on all of the blessings of God in the future. Let's pray. We need to pray. Every eye closed, let's pray. Come on, I know it's Sunday and I'd rather preach something different, but I believe God's going to try to help somebody today. We need to pray right now. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. God help us. God help us. God help us.
Come on, we need to pray just a little bit longer. Come on, every eye closed. God's shot. Come on, no looking around. Let's pray. Let's push a little bit. God, help us. God, you see everything. God, help us. name. In Jesus' name. I need somebody to hear me this, this morning. I need you to hear me so I can pre- let, let, help me, let me preach the burden that God's placed on my heart. I'm, uh, God, I believe, is trying to help somebody today. The Bible says, the Bible says that all things work together for good. And you get in a situation that is not nice and not good. And it's hard to see any way out of it. And it's hard to see how anything good can come out of it. And it reminds me of the story of Joseph. Joseph has dreams that God's going to bless him and use him and, and, and make him a ruler. And, and he goes from having these dreams to being sold in slavery. And he comes to a position where he is enticed by sinfulness. And the decisions that he makes in this particular present decision was going to have complete implication on the things that God was going to do in his future. You've got to hear me today. I don't know. I don't know everything that you might be going through. But the decisions that you make. With the, the the circumstances that you have been presented with matter because there is a future, there is a purpose that God has for you that He is calling you towards. There is a glory that God wants to reveal in your life that God will never it will never be realized if the choices you make today cause you to step outside of God's will and God's call and God's walk and your relationship. The only way that you can see the goodness of God and the promises of God and the good come out of situations is by keeping yourself in your walk with him and keeping yourself close to God. Steps of a good man are ordered. That means guided. And that tells me that God guides me into some tough stuff sometimes. That tells me. And I'm preaching to myself this morning. But that tells me, that tells me that there are times in my life that God, as I'm walking with him, he's leading me in in green pastures. But then all of a sudden, God will take us through the valley of the shadow of death. Where's the angels? Where's the miracles? Where's all the good that we read about in the Bible? But we find ourselves in a place uh, that it seems like there is nothing good in it. And really there is no good. But God has brought me to a place uh, to help mold me and make me. But the decisions that I make there are going to determine whether I see the full realization of the glory of God revealed in my life. 2 Corinthians 3.18. The Bible says we are being made into his image. It says from glory to glory. That sounds nice. Until you look at the word between the two glories. That means there's a space between the two. Two. There's a glory in being born again. And from that time, God will mold us, and God will make us, and God will develop us. And he's leading us to a future glory. He's bringing us to a place. 
although I have a relationship with him and a walk with him, he allows things to happen in my life and allows things to happen in my family. And he's trying to make me. And every single one of us, and now I'm going to preach. Every single one of us, whether we like it or not, we're going to find ourselves in a place of the present where we've got to make some decisions that, is going, that can possibly nullify the past and disqualify me from the future. When a circumstance of the Holy Ghost, when the circumstance is put in our life that we don't like, it's not comfortable. And I've walked with God and I've served God. But how am I going to handle today? Ma'am, how are you going to handle today? Sir, how are you going to handle the circumstances of today? Because it matters the choice that you make. It matters the choices that you make. It matters the decisions that you make. Thank God for the promises of God on your life. Thank God for the choices that you made in your past. But today matters. Joseph, Joseph and Noah and Enoch and Moses and Abraham and Peter and Paul, all these great powerful characters in the Bible that we read about, every single one of them came to times in their life where the decisions that they made in the present had powerful implications on whether they were going to see all the promises of God that God had given them really actually happen in their life. I need you to hear me. God loves you. God's got an incredible future for you. God's got things you can't even imagine. Your mind can't even imagine. But the choices that you make with the circumstance that you are in today will dictate whether those things come to pass. Let's pray. I feel, I feel resistance right now. We need to pray. Come on, let's pray. I need you to help me pray today. Jesus, Jesus, come on, I'm preaching to somebody that you've been walking for God with God a long time, but you're getting tired because you're dealing with things today and you're feeling like you're just, just feeling like giving up and feeling like moving on because you're frustrated with what you're going through and you're frustrated with dealing things in your family and it feels like there's no light at the end of the door. Hear me today, I'm not come to preach anything real deep. I just come to declare the word of God. All things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. It's going to happen. You're going to get to the end of it. But you got to make the right decision today. Hey, I'd 
rather preach something a lot different. I would rather preach something different. But God is trying to help somebody today because God knows what you've been thinking and the frustration that you've been dealing with and the thoughts that are coming in. Maybe I just ought to quit. Maybe it's not worth it. Hear me today. God's got too much great things in your future for you to stop today. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it's hard. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. But you got to make the right decision today to keep walking in the walk to get to the place that God has for you. Come on, there's promises God has given for your family that you're going to see people saved in your family, and it seems so impossible. But if you quit serving God today, you're not going to see those promises happen because the choices you make today have implication on the future. God's got promises on your life. There's a revival that's coming to Safford. Hear me in the Holy Ghost. But if you give up today, you're not going to see it. The choices that you make in the present matter. God, help us. I want you to reach over to somebody next to you. Let's pray together right now. Hallelujah. Come on, pray. God's been ordering your steps. If you are walking with God, God's brought you to where you are. But you've got to choose to continue walking with him because that circumstance is going to mold you and make it possible to see the glory that's going to be revealed. But you got to make the right decision today, Noah. you got to make the right decision today. Thank God for your walk. But there's a glory that's coming that's only going to come by the choices you make today. Come on, I wish somebody would help me pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, you've been praying for your husband or your wife to be in church uh, for a long time and it feels hopeless uh, and you're dealing with pressure and it feels like you just want to give up uh, because of the pressure that you're dealing with. But I come to preach to you today. Don't give up. uh, Keep walking with God because all things are going to work together for good. uh, But you got to stay in his purpose. Come on, lift your hands. Lift your hands right now. The Holy Ghost is with us. Let's let God minister to us right now. Come on, I know you're tired and frustrated, but if God brought you there, there's a reason for it. God's using it to make you into his image. God's using this situation to bring glory from it. But the choices that you make can cause you to miss out. You ought to pray, God, help me to stay faithful. Help me to stay walking with you, Jesus. I don't want to miss out on glory. Come on, we need to pray. My goodness, I don't even feel like I need to move on. I think we just need to pray right now. Hey. Hey, I'm not preaching anything harsh. I'm telling you there's hope. There's hope. It's going to happen. It's coming. But what are you going to do today with the circumstance you have? What's the choices you're going to make today? This is what determines whether you see it happen.
I want you to find somebody else to pray with. We're going to pray right now because I believe God's wanting to heal some things today. God's wanting to give some encouragement and put some brokenness back together. Hey, hey, I might not see it today, but I know God works everything for good uh, to those that love him and those that are called according to his purpose. Come on, you ought to start praying the, the Psalm of David. My heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. I'm not going anywhere, God. I'm going to keep walking with you, God. I'm going to keep serving you, God. I got promises, God, that you're going to do great things in my family. I refuse to miss it. I'm going to keep walking. My heart is fixed. Come on, you, you ought to let God begin to re-speak and re-promise some of those things he's told you a long time ago. I know it's hard, but Lord, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying. God, I'm going to keep walking. I refuse to miss out, Lord. I'm going to see it happen in my life. Your family needs you to stay faithful. This city needs you to stay faithful. Your family, your wife, your husband needs you to stay faithful. God's going to do it. But the choices you make today is going to determine it. Come on, you're feeling the Holy Ghost. That's the presence of God letting you know that he's faithful. God is with us right now. God loves you. God's going to bring you through it. God's going to take you through it. Just walk with him. Just serve him. Just make your mind up that I'm staying, God. I don't care what anybody else does, God. I'm serving you. Come on, we're praying, but I think God wants somebody to make a move. God's trying to make somebody make a move. I think it's time to say, God, I'm going to take a step in faith, Lord. Whatever you want me to do, God, I'm going to take that step. God, whatever you're calling of me, I'm going to do it, Jesus. God, I'm bought in. I'm bought in. Come on, bind together. Nobody praying alone right now. We're the church. We're going to get through this together. Our families are going to get through this together. Husbands, get your wife. Wives, get your kids. We're going to pray together right now. We're a body. We're going through this together. I am not defeated. We are not beat down. I'm a child of God. And if I walk with God, I know God's faithful. I know God's going to take care of it. (laughs) 
Come on, that's faith. You're feeling faith. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive it right now. I'm done preaching. You can find a place to pray wherever you're at. You can come to this altar. But we need to get in touch with the Holy Ghost right now because I believe God's wanting to restore some hearts. God's wanting to put some brokenness back together today. God's wanting to encourage somebody today. I'm asking you to find a place to pray and really tap in and let God begin to deal with you right now. Hey, I'm going to walk out of this place stronger than I came in. I'm walking out of this place with resolve to walk with God. I will not quit. I'm going to get everything God's got for me and my family. I'm choosing today whether I'm going to live for him. Come on, find a place to pray. Find a place to pray. Let's get connected right now. Let's let God do what he's wanting to do.